All right, check it out. This is episode 20 of the Rock Savages podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by rocksavagepod.com. So you guys can head over there and uh, download all of our episodes for free. We also have a vinyl blog over there, and this is highlighting uh, my personal vinyl collection, which is mostly rock and metal. So if you guys are vinyl nerds like myself, you can check that out. Hopefully you dig it. You can find the Rock Savages podcast on all of the major social media outlets, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at the handle Rock Savage Pod. If you guys are iTunes listeners, uh, jump on over there and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Uh, it really helps. And if you're not in iTunes, we are also on Stitcher, Spreaker, and SoundCloud, so there's a wide variety of options there, so give it a listen. And that said, today's episode is featuring Donnie and Christian from the rock band Whores out of Atlanta, Georgia. These, these guys are uh, currently on tour with uh, Red Fang and Torch. That brought them to Cleveland on December 8th at the Beachland Ballroom, and I got a chance to sit down and chat with them. We went down to a little cafe right down the road prior to the show and had a nice little conversation about their latest record called Gold. This thing is a bonafide, critically acclaimed album at this point, so uh, if you guys are into badass rock and roll, feel free to check that out. You can buy the new album Gold at their bigcartel.com site. It is, it is whores.bigcartel.com. You can buy the vinyl there. And you can buy their other releases there as well. And also uh, merch, such as uh, shirts, it looks like. So go check all of that out. They totally kicked ass at this show, opening this show. They, they set the whole damn place on fire, you know. And I uh, think you kind of got to do that when you're opening for a band like, like uh, Red Fang at this point. All the bands were amazing, man. Torch, too. So it's such a, such a good group of bands to see live, man. It's really a dream, uh, dream lineup. And that said, uh, we'll get on with it. This is Christian and Donnie from the Rock Band Horrors. Thanks for listening, everybody. Eepswool. Lanolin. All right, let me set this up. We are at, or near, rather, the Beachland Ballroom in Cleveland, Ohio, with the band Horrors, currently on tour with Red Fang and Torch. What's going on, fellas? Hello. Welcome. Good. Welcome to tropical Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, it's snowing outside Freezing right our now. balls off. We're from Georgia. Are those coconut flakes? <laughs> I wish. Dandruff? Maybe. I don't know. So how's this tour going so far? I've seen the pictures online. And it seems like it's going really well. Yeah. I mean, it's been... Almost too well. Almost a little too well. No, it's... Almost every show has been sold out. So, I mean, what more can you ask for? Are people showing up early? Yeah. It's been great. I mean, and it's also kind of cool because we're used to playing, not used to, but, you know, we've we've done a lot of, like, club shows where we are not done and packed up and out of the venue by 4 in the morning. And these shows have generally been, like, we go on at 8 usually, and then we're done and packed up and l- gone by 12. So it's nice. It's a nice, we're humming along now. We're, like, two weeks in. So, uh, yeah, it's really great. And Red Fang and Torch are both, I mean, it, we literally could not ask for a better tour. 
Yeah, I mean, Torch and Red Fang are killer. It's a yeah. dream tour, you know? Well, shit. I mean, I can't see, couldn't see myself getting any bigger than that. It's crazy. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that Red Fangs got so huge so quick, man. They just they had one album out, and then the next album just blew the fuck up, and yeah, here they I are. Mean, they've been a band for ten years, you know. So yeah, I guess they got four records out, but like they've been working the whole time. That's what people don't see. They see them when they're in their town, but they don't realize that they're doing, you know, two hundred dates a year. Yeah, and that yeah, they're road has dogs. A, that has a cumulative effect. You yes, know? it does. It just you got to get out there, and if you got the means, to just get out there and fucking hammer it. Even if you don't. <laughs> well, you guys are doing that same thing. We did it for a long time before we were making any money at it. That's for sure. Yeah. We're just barely making money at it now, but well, you're just getting started. It's awesome though. Yeah. There's nothing else I'd rather do. It seems like gold kind of your newest album gold. It kind of picks up where clean left off. But to me, it kind of seemed, it it, it sounded like so far that you're just pressing that throttle down a little harder this time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's a little more up tempo and upbeat. Whereas Clean kind of sounded, kind of had more of the stoner rock element, just a little dashes here and there. But this one's just more kind of like full force in your face. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really good. Is it? I know it's getting a good uh, good response so far. It is. For the critics, from the critics rather. Yeah, I mean, I think we we knew that people were going to be sort of paying attention um to this record and it was anticipated you know and and we didn't rush into putting it out or recording it so we wanted to make sure that we were pushing super 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 hard and we did how was the recording process how do you guys write i mean do you write uh you just jam it out in the jam room or you somebody come to the uh you know to the practice yeah then comes the drum beat just kind of jam it out yeah now, one thing I don't know is who produced this one. Was it self-produced? or? I mean, on the credits, Ryan, who recorded it, who engineered it, it's he and I share producer credits. Um, because, and, you know, he, he mixed it too, but it's like we were, we did all the, all the tracking, all the music and stuff, um, and maybe a week or so, a week or two, and then he owns the studio where we recorded, so we could really take our time. And then we were doing, like, I would sing a day do guitar overdubs do double tracking stuff blow my voice out and we'd move on to like mixing or something we just had a nice back and forth you know thing but we didn't really need much production because we came in you know with these songs arranged and i don't want to say done but we were practicing pretty diligently for the couple of months leading up to this so we were we were pretty prepared Cool. Yeah, that's how it should be. That's how I try to get my guys to do the same thing. It doesn't it's work hard. out. It's <laughs> hard. Well, we've had troubles like that in the past of trying to get everybody, you know. But you can't get somebody psyched about something. Their their heart's in it, or there isn't, or there, or there it isn't, you know. So. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you weed them out real quick, as far as that goes. But, I mean, a lot of bands just do it so different now. You got to got to do it as quickly as you can because it costs a lot of money and. Yeah. We are fortunate to have Ryan in our corner. He's been really good to us. I mean, he's not just somebody who records our records, you know. He's a, he's a he's good a friend bud. of ours. And, you know, for our, not the new record, but the last, the second EP, Clean, um, we had pressed, done a couple uh, pressings of it with a label, and then we wanted to press it again, and we were like, let's press it ourselves, and Ryan fronted us the money to do it. I mean, he's... Oh, sweet. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. That was on Brutal Panda, right? The first couple pressings were, yeah. Yeah. But the fourth and fifth pressing we did ourselves. Oh, really? Cool. Yep. 
Yeah, so you guys got to own all your stuff still. That's we do. That, that's a rare thing in this business. Or yeah, candy. it was it was. Yeah, I mean, when we did the deal with E1 for the new record in the future, um, we were talking about possibly including the first two, but it seemed like the better move for everybody involved for us to just go ahead and hold on to them. Yeah, so absolutely. Did. See what happens. Yeah, see if it blows up. Happen. Yeah. Yeah, bands are doing that. There's a band called uh, I don't know if you've heard them. They're called Rival Sons. They're more sure. of a rock band, but uh, they own all their shit. That's great. Like Baroness is putting their own records out now. Oh, are they? They put Purple out themselves. Nice. Radiohead is doing that. Yeah, that's I how mean, you keep all your money, you know. Uh, Godspeed, you Black Emperor has always done it. Yeah, that's kind of where the model's going. You just now. have to get. You have to be big enough. Yeah, yeah. First, before you can start doing that. I mean, a lot of people try to wave the DIY flag, but it's like, yeah, not by choice though. Yeah. You do DIY because you have to be. Nobody's right. interested in buying what you have. Yeah, that's what you're really looking easy, at them. Real easy to say <laughs> that, you know. But yeah, it's cool if you can sign like a distro deal and right, keep exactly. all your rights, you know. But they, I mean, they pay for everything, though. They pay for their whole tours. Sure. They pay for all the, you know, the, they still have all their records. And it kind of makes It's nice. Fun. It's a long game thing, but it's, yes. it's nice. That's the business side of it that yeah. you kind of need to really be focused on. Being on E1, that's pretty much a major label. How does that feel to I be mean, on one of those? They're technically an independent label. They're just the largest independent label in North America. You know? Yeah. So, like, people, they're not one of the five corporations kind of thing. But they definitely have the uh, resources and the infrastructure of a major label, for sure. Um, it's great. They've been really cool to us. They really are really helpful with little s small things like just post tour poster designs and, um, you know, setting up stuff like this interview. And they're, they're great, man. I, they're great. Yeah. Is it kind of like a one album deal at a time? Or um, you guys got uh, several? I, we, ha we may do our next one with them. I mean, we'd like to. Yeah. You know, we'll see. We've got, I mean, I'm not really sure how much legal stuff I'm supposed to actually talk about, but I mean, I don't think the reason we started working with them is because they didn't seem like they were going to, like they thought maybe our band was hot and they were going to cash in on it. It seemed like they were legitimately fans of our band and they wanted to see us go further. Yeah. So we would like to have a long relationship with them. And right now, as it stands, <coughs> we'll probably put our next record out with them, but that's dependent on a couple different factors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's cool. It sounds like it's kind of going back to the like late '80s, early '90s kind of indie label vibe, where they're starting to work with bands again because E1 is, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think bands, heavier bands especially, like you know, you guys, you kind of need that time to develop a, sure. a, an audience. You know, yeah, that's kind of where it, the rec the majors were kind of leading astray in the '90s. They were just like one off, and that's it. And get get right. the fuck out. You know, we're right. just gonna make a dime off you and then roll, and that's shitty. I mean, that doesn't really work. You know, I mean, that's well, it did for a little while, but no longer. They're paying I think the price for it now. Work, you know, one in a hundred times, but when it works that one time, you make so much money off it, it makes the other 99 easy to front, you know? Yeah. But, it's kind of a shame. But well, it's shitty. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to hear that that's coming back around. Now, I was, uh, <laughs> I was reading some of your reviews, and you guys just got, uh, in Rolling Stone for the, the, 10 top new bands to check out in we 2016. It's crazy. I was going to ask you about your name, but they already covered it about if you guys are catching any shit for your name because everyone's so sensitive these yeah. days. I think it's a great name personally because I Thank think it's you. just in your face and it's rock and roll and it's a little dangerous these days, unfortunately. Yeah. It's funny that that's what's considered dangerous. Isn't it? People are cowards. It's so ridiculous. But of course, Rolling Stone covered that already. But I was, Yeah, I mean, it comes up in almost every interview. So It's a great name. Thank you. Did Rolling Stone say that? They should have said that. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> if if they would, you know, if they were would say anything about misogyny, I'd be like, "Hey, 
it's just the noise that comes out of your face at yeah. the end of the day. That's all it is, really. I think it's great branding, too. Thank you. It Our, um, sticks out very well. We just started working with the manager, and he and I were talking about it, and... Uh, yeah, he thinks it's one of the strengths of the band because he, I think he understands our band. He comes from, uh, you know, the hardcore scene and stuff from the 90s, and he, he gets what we're doing. He knows we're not just being like, you know, if you, like, yeah. you know, Gigi Allen, whatever, kind of, it's not where we're coming from at all. He yeah. understands it, but he's also an adult. I think a lot of the people right. who hurl accusations at us maybe don't have a whole lot of life experience don't actually know what they're talking about but their voice is the same volume as everyone else's right. because of the internet you know? yes so unfortunately that's fine whatever we live in the real world well it kind of works out for bands sometimes because it gets people talking whether they like you or dislike you they're talking about you and it's kind of it's getting it out no matter what i mean yeah i mean there's a couple sides to it there's people like who like music and you know come to shows and buy records but then there's like the whole huge business politics all that stuff. As long as your it's label's behind different. you and your people are behind they you, are. it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Yeah. It's just like, we're going to sell it. There's a, I don't know if you guys heard of that band, Black Pussy, but they got sure. a bunch of <laughs> shit for it. And they just, yeah. they plow steamed right through that shit. They're like, yeah. fuck it. And they got more people to start coming to their shows anyway. Yeah, so I feel bad for them. People are really laying into them. I think that's kind of laid off now a little bit. I, I, so. I haven't heard just anything some about stuff it. stuff just went down in North Carolina, we heard. Yeah, I mean, they, I saw they had a, a show shut down. Well, actually, the show can, like, Recently? on. They didn't get yeah. to play the show. I mean, all the other bands. As far played. as like, yeah, that's good publicity. But they on the inside, the you're like, man, I wish I could go just play the show. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, it, I can see it getting to be a pain in the ass that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, because we don't. I mean, it's, we may have missed opportunities because of our name, but we'll never know what opportunities we missed because we missed them. So it's yeah. hard to say. It's the unseen. You know? You're never going to yeah. see it. So. Yeah. So I try not to think about it too much. This is what we're doing. I can't overanalyze that because well you're winning i hope so you're winning see, yeah. with these shows have been incredible and people have been going off so it's i think it'll become less and less of a problem i think so yeah I, I believe so too it's going to calm down yeah. people are going to grow up it, it's got it's, it has to i think it's at peak now i think eventually it's eventually gonna, they're going to run across this and they're going to go oh oh you're nice guys and you know you're badass yeah. your, your band's so. awesome how much longer do you guys have on this tour i don't know Two you guys uh, you guys are heading out to what, Maryland next? No, we're going to Pacific Northwest. So oh, you're going here, all the way out there? From Cleveland, we go to Detroit and then Chicago, Bloomington, Illinois, Denver, Salt Lake City, Boise, Seattle, and Portland. And then we drive back to Atlanta from Portland, and then it's Christmas. Damn. Yeah. Do you pick back <laughs> up after that? or? Uh, no. Next year, we have Europe in the spring. But, uh, yeah, we... We've submitted for some stuff as support for the beginning of the year. We would like to be on the road a lot. I mean, the record just came out, so we're hoping that some of those come through or some offers, you know, once the holidays are over, some more stuff opens up and we could submit for as much as possible because we know the record just came out and it's time to plow for yeah. us, you know. If we're not doing that, then we're going to try to work on our next record, like immediately just start yeah. writing. You just know? Keep, keep that If we're not practicing moving. a set, we're not going to sit at home. We all we talk about this explicitly. Like we do, we like going to band practice. We like playing music. I yeah. like. Well, you have to. Yeah. Gear. I like. You know what I mean. I like Donnie. Like I like hanging out. I like <laughs> playing music. You know, and playing music together. So, you know, there's that's the number one. Go do that. So that's the number one at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't understand people who are in bands who don't love it. It's too hard to not love it and do yeah. it. Yeah, well, I think a lot of band. Well, I can't. Well, a lot. Probably a lot. They, they're playing for the wrong reasons. They're yeah, playing either to get famous. Or, you know, yeah. or what that. the fuck ever, you know, and it's yeah. like 
first of all, you need to create for yourself. Yeah. And you need to like it and listen to your record right. and like, like how it. How sick is this part? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people look at me funny when I when I listen to our records. I'll be like, man, I'm a fan before. And it, it sounds be. kind of fucking arrogant, I know. But, no, but it's in, like you're creating yeah. for yourself and sharing with the world. That's kind of how I see it, you know? Yep. You should be the band that you want, that you wished existed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not here, and you want it here. Make it happen. Yeah, you know? yeah. So are you guys gonna do? You said maybe support tour, but um, what yeah, about what about headlining so. dates? What's that? What about headlining dates? We're talking about it. Um, we're not really sure. It seems like the best thing for us would be to be supporting a band that's bigger than us. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of people who are coming up on to us on this tour, and we've done we've been around the country multiple times, but mo- most of the people who come up to us. After these shows at the venue, are like, man, I've never heard you guys before. I didn't know anything about you before tonight. So this, that's what we want. We want to going in cold is awesome too. And people haven't heard any internet hype, or they haven't heard our records. They don't know anything about our band. They just yeah. watch us get on stage and count off just, and then blast away. Yeah, and, just and then the they're like, off. what is happening? Like <laughs> yeah. that is my favorite thing. Yeah, you know? because we don't look like some, as far as like our appearance, we don't look like these gnarly dudes or anything. You're like, surprise, motherfuckers! Yeah, absolutely, sneak attack. That's my favorite thing. Just burn it down. So we want to keep doing that, you know. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about headline stuff and, you know, if we do headline tour, we have to do, um, we have to be more careful about it because the onus is on us to make sure that it's, you know, right. profitable for everyone involved. It's a lot more pressure and I just want to play, you know, yeah. just want to chill for a while. I just want to play music, you know, and not think about all the other stuff and you have to, but <laughs> the less we have to like worry about that stuff, the better. And when we're on a support tour, we're just there to support the headliner and we just get to play, you know, get in the van, play another show. Yeah. And it's like, it's much easier and it's better for the band at this stage. I can I can definitely relate to that because, <clears throat> like, being in a, on an opening slot's great because you know getting a little older now. It's like, <laughs> God damn it, midnight, really? We'll do it. We but. play really <laughs> short sets. We only play a thirty-minute set on this tour, which is fine. Yeah, you're just in and it's out. Super easy. You need to get like, a hangout all night, or yep. unless you got to drive. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're pretty good about scheduling and stuff. We're pretty professional as far as that stuff's concerned. So yeah. We never really get caught in the lurch with that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, opening is I don't know. That seems to be the right move for us right now. Like, if we could go out with Melvin's or Queens of Stone Age oh, or that'd be Off or Piss Jeans or Mets or any of these bands that, like, you know, are sort of in our same universe, that would be great for us. I mean, the Red Fang Torch thing is incredible. We did a tour with them last year, too, with Red Fang. We've been friends with Torch forever, for 10 years. Really? Yeah, we've just never been able to line it up to do something together, so... That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, this will be the first time I get to see you guys tonight and Torch. Oh, they're I've great, seen, dude. I've pl- played with Red Fang and seen them. So cool. I'm excited to see Red Fang, of course, no it's disrespect, but I'm, no, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty jumped to see you guys probably more tonight. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, yeah, right. That's <laughs> pretty much what the, it is. And they're all like in the same realm, but they're, we're all sort of different bands, you know? Torch yeah, definitely. Got like the really, really dense molasses stuff with the, with the sugary melodies, you know, and Red Fang is just like full-on like four on the floor rock band yeah and they're so great live and whatever we're doing you know is rad but it's you know it's not the same as what they're doing but it makes sense it's well, just great it makes for a great bill because you don't want the same fucking bands over and over yeah that's boring the, yeah <laughs> i would rather have something completely different right or, you know maybe a little bit the same but completely different that's how we set up shows and we play sure it's like oh, okay we're gonna play with this our boys in this funk right. rock band it's fine people with don't us like one kind of music no, anyway. it gets boring no one man. does you know no, it gets fucking boring even the black metal people like will still like 
thrash or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't only like one thing, you know? Yeah, that's why I like the metal community so much because they're so diverse and pretty accepting and most people sure. are really fucking friendly, you know? They're, yeah, they're not trying to be cool people. They just want to have fun. They're not trying to be... They're abs- not segregated. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. They're not trying to impress anybody. They just want to have fun and they love music. Yeah, it's and nice. all kinds too. So that's fucking fantastic because, I mean, we cover everybody on this podcast. We, we stick to rock and metal, but the rock thing kind of... I would call you guys rock. It's sure, hard. It's hard. Too. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put it in some kind of genre. I have a fucking hard time with that. We have all these bands on here, and we're like, well, they're kind of like this thing, I guess. But right. that's my opinion. That's subjective. And it's like, <laughs> let's just call it rock and roll. You sure. Know? Yeah, that works for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right on, man. Um, so uh, congrats on the new record. It's fucking awesome. Thank I love you, love both clean and I haven't heard the first one yet. I must I must confess. I'll get to that one next. But um, uh, congrats on the record deal, man. That's a sounds like a solid label, and it sounds like they're going to take yeah. care of you guys. So we're looking they have forward. Have so far, they're great. And we'll keep an eye on you. And whenever you guys want to come back on, do this thing, and let, I'll keep an eye on your tour dates, and we'll sure. we'll, sh- we'll give you a shout out, and uh, we'll see you tonight, man. Right on. Thank you. Thank you for. Uh, Boom, there you have it. Christian and Donnie from the rock band Whores out of Atlanta. I think those guys are going to be around for a while. They're going to put their stamp on this rock and metal scene for sure. There's no doubt about it. Their album Gold is just a fucking slammer, man. So go pick that thing up. Rolling Stone magazine even agrees with me. They just got put on the 20 best metal albums of 2016 on RollingStone.com, so check that out. Gold is smack dab in the middle of that list at number 10, and that is badass. They're going up against some uh, pretty hefty competition. I mean, freaking hey, man. Neurosis, Megadeth, Deftones, Gojira, all on this list as well. So props to whores, man. You guys are kicking ass. Congratulations on that. So proud to see uh, a major media magazine such as Rolling Stone actually cover metal music. It doesn't happen very often. So thanks to those guys, man. Keep shining that light on heavy music. That said, I'm going to play a song off Gold today. It's called, uh, it's Whore's latest single called I See You're Also Wearing a Black T-Shirt. This is a video that was recorded at Mastodon's uh, complex, I guess, down in Atlanta. So it's just a slamming song, man. Like I mentioned in the interview, uh, I expressed my opinion that I thought Gold was kind of picking up where their last album called Clean took off, you know. So I was referring to this song because it was just so high octane. They're just they're just putting that pedal to the metal, man. So song rules. The album rules. Go pick it up anywhere you can buy music today. And that said, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back real soon with another episode of the Rock Savages podcast. Take care of each other, and we'll see you soon. Later. Later.